Today we're learning about God as a king, but before we start we wanted to test your king knowledge, so Isaac has made a quiz. There will be two teams and we'll need two team captains to write down your answers. If you're watching at home you can join in too and see how many answers you know. split the church so we'll have this side and the mayos in the balcony as one team and so this team is a bit smaller but I believe in you guys and maybe that side of the aisle is the other team yeah so we need some volunteers just as a quick note we are going to ask for quite a few volunteers this morning um you're all very welcome to come up but just to make you aware that because we're live streaming your face will be on the internet if you do come up uh so I wonder, is, do we have any volunteers to come and be some scribes, some team captains over this side? Or over this side? Anyone willing to come up? Oh, I can see some hands over on that side. And some hand, one hand over here. Can we have Louise, if you're up for coming up and being the leader for this side? And let's have Tim, do you want to come up for this side? And we'll give our leaders... I think it's over to Isaac to start asking us some questions. We might have a PowerPoint, Rob, but don't worry if, if not. That's cool. So what we'll do is Isaac's going to ask the questions. And if you can, I guess, yell your answers. Maybe team leaders, you're going to have to mill around a bit and see if you can get some answers from your gang and write them down, okay? So you're going to have to shout to your, your team leaders. Have you got the first one? Name five. Yeah, they've got at least five. <laughs> you do have Tom on this team. Hopefully he should know some. <laughs> <laughs> Does that count or is it cheating having Tom? Don't worry, I won't test your spelling. <laughs> Let's have a look, see. Do these all look right? Let's have a look, see what Louise has got. So we've got, for this team, King David, Herod, Jesus, Saul, and Ahab. I think those are all Bible kings. Five out of five. Let's have a look. King David, King Herod, King Nebuchadnezzar. Solomon and Rehoboam. Ooh. Fancy one. Okay, I think we're pretty even for now. That seems good. Isaac, have you got your next question? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, should we see your answers? What did we have for Russia? So, is that what you were expecting, Esme? Yeah. Yeah, did you have Tsar as well? Shall I? Oh, Isaac's gonna. I think it's probably the right answer. I think someone gave you that who's very wise. It was just, it's hard to spell these words. What about. Australia. What did we have for Australia? Yeah. What did you have? Elizabeth. Is that... Yeah, okay. So, well done. That was our trick question because Australia actually has the same monarch as we do. So, it would just be a king. Or, well done, it is Elizabeth at the moment. It's, um, it's our queen. So, good job. What about. Canog. I, I don't know how to say it really. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Canog, I think. This one? Does that say... That's Kaiser too. What was the answer we were looking for? Kaiser. Yeah, good job. I think we can both have a point. And our last one was ancient Rome. Caesar. 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 They both had, what was it? Caesar. Oh, so it looks like things are pretty even at the moment. My cunning plan about giving one team a forfeit might not work out if everyone wins. But let's see. I think we've got one question left. Do you want to do your last question, Isaac? Conversation. We thought this one would be hard, didn't we? I think it sounds like a... Okay, let's see what we've got. Gregory. Gregory, we got. Gregory. What was the answer? Gregory. Oh, well done. <laughs> now, I think we were going to... I think everyone won. You all know quite a lot about kings. I'm quite impressed. But I think maybe I'm going to give a bonus point to this team for having such interesting like Bible kings. They were quite good Bible kings, weren't they? Which means, Timothy, the forfeit will be yours. <laughs> Today's forfeit is, uh, uh, Tom, just behind you on a little plate, there is a single locust for you to eat, Timothy. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's your snack. It's a, it's a real-life locust. You can see its eyes and its wings. And in it goes. <laughs> well done, sir. <laughs> Please, can you give our quiz team leaders a massive round of applause? They've been brilliant. a bit dry I have to admit so we might get you a glass of water too <laughs> wonderful okay so there we go well done guys yeah it was too much risk right for you to have been a leader oh no <laughs> Okay, lovely. So, when we first sat down to talk about what King of Kings may be meant to us, Isaac and Esme got out their Bibles and picked some stories that they thought could maybe teach us something about God the King. And Esme is going to teach us one that she thought about now, which is the story of Esther. So, Esme, over to you. So, I would like um, to read the story of Esther um, and I'd like a few people to come up um, and act it out. So there's a few characters um, we want. Um, you've got King Xerxes. Um, put your hand up if you want to be King Xerxes. Okay. <laughs> come up, Isaac. Up you come. Okay. Um, we would like two beautiful girls, please. Oh, I mean, we've got two beautiful girls, alright. <laughs> Maybe Emily and Summer, because you've already been one. Is that okay? Yeah. Do you want to? Just, just make it shorter. Just stop. Um, we would like Esther. Uh, mm, I have to start just electing. Louise. 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 That'd be wonderful. <laughs> um, we need a Mordecai. start just electing oh. people because I'm totally up for it. Is Max going to come? Oh, Max. No, Max is no. just sitting with Danny. No. Um, I can see, I'm going to pick people who are normally kind of up for things. I can see uh, Giles right at the back. <laughs> you don't have to, Giles. <laughs> and him, do we need anyone else? Um, um, we need a Heyman. Oh, it's an important part. I mean, 
Hey, Oliver. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. I think you've got your whole squad, Esme. Okay, we've got everybody. So... King Xerxes was king over the Persian Empire. That meant he was a king over the biggest kingdom in the world at the time. Even though King Xerxes was rich and powerful, he was sad because he did not have a queen. The king's helpers searched the whole kingdom to find the most beautiful girls so the king could choose a new queen. The king, um, the girls were brought to the palace and given the best outfits, perfumes and jewellery. One of the girls was a beautiful young Jewish girl called Esther. Esther did not have a father or mother. Her cousin Mordecai had raised her and treated her like a daughter. Mordecai taught Esther how to love God and how to be a Jew. When it came time to choose a new queen, the king chose Esther. Esther was a good queen. The king did not believe in God, but Esther did. She never forgot her cousin Mordecai, and she never forgot she was one of God's children. (laughs) Sometimes it was hard for Esther because the other Jews were treated badly. They did not have the riches that Esther had. Esther tried to use the riches that God had given her to help other people. One time, Mordecai helped the king. Mordecai heard that someone was trying to kill the king. He told Esther about it and she told the king. Mordecai saved the king's life. This was very special, so it was written about in the king's record book. Another man became famous in the kingdom. His name was Haman. The king thought Haman was a good man, so he ordered everyone in the kingdom to bow down to Haman. But Haman was a bad man, and he hated the Jews. Mordecai would not bow down to Haman. (laughs) Haman was so angry that he planned a way to hurt Mordecai and the Jews. Haman told the king the Jews were bad. (laughs) Finally, the king believed him and made a law. The law said that the people could hurt the Jews and not get in trouble. When, When Mordecai heard about the plan, he told Esther, Please, Esther, you have to save our people. Maybe God knew this would happen and that's why he let you... Let you be queen. Esther was very frightened. She had never told the king she was a Jew. Would he be mad at her like he was mad at the first queen? 
No one was allowed to go to the king unless he asked them first. Even the queen could not go to the king without an invitation. The only thing that can change this was as the king pointed his scepter at the person who came to him. Finally, Esther decided to go to the king without being asked. When she came to him, she was very frightened. Then the king pointed his scepter at her and told her to come to him. The king liked Esther. He told her she could have anything she wanted. Esther had a plan. She told the king she wanted to have a special feast just for the two of them and for Haman. The next, the next day, Haman went to the special feast with Esther and the king. The worst thing that Haman imagined happened. Esther told the king that someone was trying to hurt the good man, Mordecai, who had saved the king's life. The king was very angry and sent Haman away. Then Esther told the king she was a Jew. The king was very sorry that he had made the law that the Jews could be hurt without punishment. But the king could not change the law, so Esther asked the king to make another law, a law that said the Jews could fight back. The king knew this was a very good idea, so he made the law, and soon no one wanted to hurt the Jews anymore. Mordecai and all the Jews were saved because of Esther. And it's a, it's a great story because we learn about the difference between an earthly king and the difference between the king of kings. We saw there, didn't we, that, that the king, the most powerful king in the whole world, the king of Persia, still could be manipulated and could be cheated and tricked and was still just as, um, just as fallible as you or I. But when God's involved, when the king of kings is involved, he can bring good out of an awful situation. He can't be tricked, he can't be manipulated, and he's always in control. And as we saw there, even when, when, when the king of Persia, when Xerxes was being tricked, God was still in control and God still had someone, Esther, the right person in the right place at the right time to make sure that God's people were protected. So when we find ourselves going through an awful, awful time we can still be confident that God is with us. God is using us and God is using our situation to establish his kingdom and to make sure that his people are looked after. Now, I think um, Charlotte is going to come up and we are going to move on at pace to the next part of the service. We may have been slightly optimistic when we build this as 20 minutes for the tour. We've got lots of exciting stuff in here. Uh, you may or may not know that Esme, actually, one of her many skills is that she's very good at coming up with ideas for games. 
So she and Isaac have helped me put together a game to illustrate our next point. But once again, we're going to need some volunteers. We're going to need some volunteers. So we're going to be in two teams. We'll have each team's going to have a king and a follower. One's going to be a human king, and one is going to be God. So I wonder, do we have? So I think I'm going to elect Tom to be one of our volunteers. So we need three more. Emily, get back up here. Summer, you coming up? Go for it. Oh, and Grace. Yes, please, Grace. That's perfect. Absolutely wonderful. So I think, who should we have as our kings? I'm going to have Grace as a king. And Emily as a king. These you should be my two kings. And our followers will be... Summer, you're going to be a follower of Grace, I think. And Tom, you're going to be a follower of Emily. Okay. Now, oh, Esme, are you going to come and explain a bit of the game to us? So the first thing we're going to do um, is there's going to be an earthly king um, and a god. So there's an obstacle course. um, And you're going to be um, blindfolded. Um, so um, the earthly king will shout orders to you um, from the start of the obstacle course but um, the god will um, the god will walk around the obstacle course with the blindfolded person so um <laughs> Who is going to be the earthly king? Okay, so what we'll do is that Tom, since you're going to be Emily's follower, you're going to need your blindfold. Ah, (laughs) right. Maybe we'll just position you down here so you don't have to navigate the steps. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. So I need the blindfold on. Yeah, Tom, you're going to need the blindfold on. Emily... You have to stay from the stage and you can yell instructions. Is, Let am, me... I, am I going to be told what I have to do? But once you put your blindfold on, Tom. <laughs> right, OK. Thank you. So, Emily, what you need to get Tom to do is you need to get him to walk between the cones and stand in the hoop, OK? When he's in the hoop, he needs to pick up the red bean bag. <laughs> and then he needs to take the red bean bag with him through the other cones and put the red bean bag in the coit at the end. I might got it. have trouble spotting the red one. That's what you've got your king for. <laughs> so, Emmett, you need to shout, you tell him what to do. That's your job, you're the king. You've got to give the orders. Go, go. What are you going to attempt to do? Talk to me, O oh king. <laughs> Straight forward. Okay. Stop. Now turn left and walk forward one step. Uh, now turn uh, right. Now go forward two steps. Now go right again and once and go forward one step. Now. Turn left and forward one step. 
<laughs> now turn left and go forward one step. Now turn right and go forward one, um, two steps. Now go. Right a little bit, <laughs> a little bit more. Now I'll go forward a little bit. <laughs> now go right a bit. <laughs> turn, um, turn to the right and reach down. a bit more. <laughs> Turn to reach right. Don't. Mm. Ah. Now pick it up. Pick it up. a bit. <laughs> Say when. Stop. Go forward one small step. Forward one smaller step. <laughs> now go forward one step. Spurgeons. <laughs> Go forward a bit more. <laughs> put it back on the floor and put the bean bag in it. Yay! Let's take this off now. I have to say, I'm quite impressed by our earthly king. Those were some very good instructions. Really good. Well done, Tom. <laughs> Thank you. So. Now we've got our other team. So we've got God. At, oh, yes, Summer, don't put it on until you're down the steps, please. Thank you. Do you want to come and get in position, girls? Just right at the front here. So, Grace, you're going to be God, our godly king. And Summer, you're going to be the follower. So, do you want to get in? And now, 
The thing with God is that he actually goes with us through our challenges. So what Grace is going to be able to do is go with Summer, and we'll see how they do together. Ooh, there you go, it's made. Try not to catch too much of her hair. We there? Okay, Grace, over to you. Tom's made that he buried the red one he's told me (laughs) look at that incredible speed well done that was so good you guys now hopefully that was a good demonstration of one of the most amazing things about God as a king Earthly kings give instructions from afar, and those instructions aren't always good. I have to say, Emily's were very impressive. Um, And they aren't always relevant to where we are. Uh, But God is a king who goes with us, alongside us, and knows where we are and what we need. Now, we're running over a little bit, but I do have one final point, which is uh, Isaac also thought of a story that told us something about who God is as a king. And it's a story we're going to look at a lot more in the coming months, the Christmas story. Isaac, are you up for telling us why you thought it was important, or do you want me to do it? Okay. Isaac got a bit shy. Um, So Isaac thought it was really important because it's a story about God, who's the king of kings, being born on earth. And we thought it was a bit strange the way he was born, wasn't it? Maybe not like ordinary other kings and the way that they are born. Um, And it was exciting, wasn't it? He was born in a really normal way, not in a fancy castle or anything, not with anything special. Uh, but just in the most normal of ways. And Esme, I think if you run down there, there might be a little bit for you to say for us to sort of finish off. Over to you, Esme. God is different. God is a different kind of king. He's lived a normal life. He understands how we feel when things are hard because he's been where we are. And he went and he went that through all that by choice because he loves us. God has the power of a king and more, but he doesn't use it to take. He uses it to give. Love, comfort, peace, hope, a forever life within him and at his own expense. Our God is so good. And since we have such a great God, we should be working hard to copy him and to help build his kingdom here. That is where we are going to leave you. Uh, Oliver and the band, I think, are going to come up and do a couple more songs for us to finish. Uh, But while they are singing, Esme and Isaac actually are going to bring around a little treat for you guys. Since we've thought about kings and a tiny bit about Christmas, what better than a chocolate coin? Um, If you can't have milk or soya, unfortunately you can't have one of these. But if you'd like to come to me at the end, I have an alternate treat. Uh, So there we go. Thank you very much, guys, for listening so beautifully. Thank you to Esme and Isaac. And we'll hand you over to the band.